Hello everyone and happy Friday. Welcome to the market close report for Friday the 10th of February. So unfortunately the five week winning streak that our market put together has abruptly come to an end today. The ASX 200 was down 56 points, three quarters of a percent lower, finishing the day at 7,433. And then the broader All Lords was also down about 0.8%. So this means we've had four declines in five days and uh, the ASX 200 has dropped back about 1.6% this week. It actually makes it that worst decline in about four and a half months. But something to of course always remember when we look at these type of declines is that just on Monday, our market got to within 0.85% of a record high and January was our best start to a year since 1986. So it's normal to get these periods where markets actually pull back a bit. Now in the next week, a few catalysts potentially that could move markets in either direction, either getting us closer to record highs, which we're about 2% away, or moving us further away from them. One of the key ones will be an update on US inflation on Wednesday, and then an update on Aussie jobs on Thursday. Basically, the weaker and worse both of these reports are, the better it could be for how share markets react, because it could mean fewer rate hikes ahead. Uh, secondly, we've also got uh, the peak of the profit reporting season in Australia. So there'll be more companies telling us how they've done over the past six months, over the next fortnight, than in any other time of the year. And we've already seen evidence that quite aggressive movements in both directions from companies that are releasing their results at the moment. So that always is certainly a risk. Now today we had 10 of 11 sectors under pressure. The only winners actually were consumer staples and that includes the supermarket chains, Coles and also Woolies that did reasonably well, but there were losers everywhere else. Some of the worst tech stocks, which were down two, uh, communication services down 1.6, uh, we also had materials, utilities, energy, all falling in excess of 1% today. Now, if, uh, as far as the individual winners on our market today, though, there were a few that really stood out. The best performer was actually Immugene, which rose 7.5% today. Now, the reason for the improvements, it was granted a patent for a cancer therapy it's working on in the United States all the way through to 2038. Uh, this is an immunotherapy designed to treat tumors uh, like lung cancer. Another standout was United Malt, which rose close to 5% today. Now this is a company that sells ingredients to distilleries and breweries across the country and across the world as well. Well, it flagged an improved profit result, not only in 2023, but thinks that things should improve further in 2024 as well. Treasury Wine Estates also standing out, lifting about 1.6% today. This is the drinks group behind brands like Penfold. Well, today it rose and it seemed to be on reports that China is at least willing to discuss uh, potentially lifting tariffs on Australian wine. Now, China imposed these tariffs back in 2020 uh, due to a political dispute with the Australian government. That was bad news for Treasury Wine Estates at the time. It shares for 40% in a year, mainly because it was one of its main markets. So since then, it's had to find alternative buyers in other countries. So this was seen as good news for the group potentially. And Insurance Australia Group also lifting by more than 1%. This is the company behind NRMA and a number of other brands. On Monday next week, it's going to be releasing its profit results. And one of its peers, Suncorp, a couple of days ago, handed down its numbers. Basically, uh, we've had mixed results from the likes of Suncorp with 
bad weather, 53,000 claims. That saw the number of claims lifting overall and cost rising, but it's been passing that on in the form of higher premiums to customers. But also it had a multi-billion dollar investment portfolio and rising interest rates generally can boost those results and those investment returns. So we'll wait and see if it's the same type of story for IAG as well. As far as the losers are concerned, there were quite a few. Some of the worst were actually coal mining companies like New Hope that fell almost 9% and Whitehaven Coal, which also fell quite heavily. It seemed to be on a big decline in coal prices over the past day in Newcastle, uh, slumped on reports that an Indian conglomerate, Adani, which has been receiving uh, plenty of attention in the, in the media and news at the moment, it's selling the commodity at a discounted price as it tries to basically encourage sales. So its shares actually fell there. REA Group down about 2.7%. This is the company behind realestate.com.au, the property classifieds website. Now it fell after handing down a near 9% drop in profits. Now it said there's been around a 9% fall in the number of properties going up for sale on its website. Higher interest rates, lower property prices have hurt and also costs have been on the way up. Uh, so it's uh, peer domain group down about 6% as well off the back of that news. And news uh, today, that's News Corp. It fell by almost 7% today. Now News Corp actually owns about 60% of REA Group. So when it struggles with its results, that tends to flow through to News Corp. And News Corp actually today handed down its numbers as well. And it actually said it's gonna cut 5% of its workforce, uh, of, of its headcount this year. Uh, revenues were down, profits were down in the order of 70%. Now over the course of the week, there were some big movers on the market. The best performer was Newcrest Mining, which rose about 10%. That was because it received a takeover offer worth about $24 billion from US mining giant Newmont. Uh, Medibank was up 6% and Suncorp, which I mentioned releasing its profit results a couple of days ago, up around 4% this week. The worst performer was Helios, which fell 13%. This is a group that has really been hit hard due to a massive decline in the number of PCR tests it's conducting. It used to conduct about 40,000 tests a day. Now that's down to roughly one to 2,000. So that really has left a gaping hole in its results. We also had Novonix down 13% and Credit Corp also down in the order of 12. Now the Aussie dollar today, weaker against most currencies. Against the greenback, it buys about 69.2 US. It fell against the Kiwi, the Yen, the Sterling, and also the Euro. On that note, everyone, I hope you have a fantastic weekend ahead. We'll do this again next week.